0: folks, and welcome to The Bend Show, where you shut the tractor down, pull the big rig over, get out of the office, and share the other parts of life with us in the outdoors, where you never know what's coming around The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Beck. As always, love hearing from each and every one of you. Comments, stories, ideas. Get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-92363, or drop an email to Show at gmail.com. Sitting next to me, across from me, he's chewing on, I think it's Corn a toy pipe. pipe.
1: This is not a toy. This is a real pipe.
0: Ah. This
1: is not a toy.
0: Well, Are you going for like a whole other look are, or the, something? right
1: there. That's the pipe that blows <laughs> bubbles. That's right over there.
0: Welcome to the show, Jeff Tigger Earhart. I
1: would like to take up I would like to try tobacco in a pipe. I don't know why.
0: You it took you how many years to quit chewing? Thirty-eight. And and so now we're gonna introduce cigars which have nicotine. That's okay. And you're chewing on a pipe. Again It's
1: just it's something different than the toothpicks. It's just something different. Because I'll even chew on the cigars every now and then
0: that's true i've caught you in here i won't allow you to light one up in this house but or this cabin but yes i'll come in here and you're chewing away on a on a cigar i don't even want to know what those cost anyway
2: no you don't
0: <laughs> both season opener was a big one last weekend for a lot of places across the country and we've been seeing all kinds of pictures trophies special moments being taking with our loved ones so you know what I want to say is is if you have some special pictures please be sure to tag us at the bend show it's been a lot of fun though seeing these pictures because uh the bucks are still in velvet how has your part. crew
1: done so far like the guys from ultimate outdoor adventure and hampton and and those guys and hey, J Dub and and J W Joe, How, how's everybody doing?
0: We're going to be hearing don't. from Sean. Justin Hampton from the Ozarks here later in the show. Okay. They're gearing up because Missouri hasn't opened yet.
1: Oh, so they're just so fixing neither, to open.
0: Yep. So that's right. So J W okay. with Wabalo Creek Outfitters, they're getting ready for their big opener. So they're
1: chomping at the bit. They're just yes, I Missouri,
0: got you. Illinois, they're all chomping at the bit. Tennessee, the other week. Had a special velvet hunting weekend, and I saw some great bucks being taken. We're talking 190, 200 class whitetails that were taken that are in velvet. It doesn't take much to Google them and find the pictures of these guys. Great shots. Uh, one of our own crew went elk hunting out in Montana, Steve. We call him oh, yeah. Silent Steve, Scuba Steve, Silent Steve. I call him Scuba it's Steve. Silent Steve, Scuba I love you, Steve. Steve. Anyway, he headed out on his own, and he he hiked in and and uh, was able to take one on uh, take a bull on the first day.
1: You know what was really neat about that deal with Steve, and he sent us pictures that he went in by himself. So mm-hmm. I have all the respect in the world for Steve mm-hmm. doing that first and foremost. But then. He, I I want to hear the whole story. He ran across some people. All he said is, I ran across some other hunters with horses, and they let me pack my elk out using their their, uh, their horses. Yes. So that is a great testament to the camaraderie amongst outdoors people, whether you're a hunter or not. I mean, there's just that common camaraderie of trying to help another person out. So congratulations to Steve, and thank you to those people that helped him pack his elk
0: out. Absolutely. And then down in the Badlands, Travis Teal from Buckstorm, he was teasing us all weekend by showing what he was getting in the glass, what he was. he, He hasn't shown me what they took. I do know they took down some bulls, but he was showing pictures of bulls that he goes, wow, they made it through their prime. And as he joked, If they could only tell stories. So if you want some of those pictures, be sure to head to our Facebook page where Travis has shared some of the awesome bull elk that he's been spotting right there in that Wyoming-South Dakota border area. (laughs) Japan. Monkey hunter shoots woman with trank dart.
1: The monkey shot somebody? I had to sit and listen (laughs) to that for a little bit. Monkey hunter. A monkey hunter shot a woman with a trank dart.
0: You got it. Japan is where we head for this one. A monkey hunter and several city employees were chasing a monkey down a st- city street when they accidentally shot the woman in the arm <laughs> with a tranquilizer dart.
1: I don't mean to laugh at that one. but it was She just was
0: out cold for an hour. Did the,
1: <laughs> did the monkey get away?
0: Yes. The woman was released <laughs> from the ER the next day and the monkey remains at large. Monkey. As we do, uh, you know, I'm certain there's several other things running rampant in that city too. Now let's head a little closer to home to Canada, where cops remove jar from a skunk's head. Ottawa, Canada, police officers recently spotted a skunk walking in the middle of the road with a peanut butter jar on its head. An officer slowly approached the skunk and removed the container without getting sprayed. Now, how
1: did they do that? They need to put on a clinic if they
0: can right? do that
1: without getting sprayed because every time that I've heard that somebody's a good Samaritan and you try to do that to a skunk, more power to you if you can do that. First but off, to, who is
0: saving skunks? I mean, who do you know that saves skunks? I know it. I know what you do when you get whiff of a skunk. I and know. believe me, you are not saving a skunk. I know, I
1: have full tactical gear on to, <laughs> to protect my woman from the skunk. There
0: you go. Now we're in Georgia. Oh, bow hunters, listen up on this one. A Georgia wildlife biologist, while checking a tree stand, came eye to eye with a timber rattler. Whew! I
2: They're wouldn't want to be.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be, want to be in his shoes. It was a close call for this man, as the tree stand was nearly 20 feet off the ground. The three-foot timber rattler was just
1: so. The rattler was up in his tree stand.
0: Yes, oh. he went out to check his tree stand before g- getting into it on bow opener. Did he
1: check his shorts after oh, that? Oh no! <laughs> I kidding. Tell you what?
0: Well, get this, he climbed up 20 feet up to his tree stand and just happened to glance up and he was 18 inches away was a timber rattler staring at him at eye level.
1: That'd make me a little nervous.
0: The man was able to climb down from the stand without the timber rattler striking. He found a stick and was then able to get back up and flip the rattler out of the tree stand. I don't care, that's too close of a call for me.
1: The timber rattlers, they're nasty little buggers. They got a bad temper, they're kind of like me. They're ornery and they're mean and they're nasty. And that's three foot bigger,
0: a three foot bugger to say the least. Yeah, I'm glad
1: glad he was okay.
0: Okay, here we go, heading north to Maryland. Stromer's Farm in Maryland is going viral because they are offering goat cuddling sessions.
1: Oh my god! You know we go from a timber rattler, we go from (laughs) somebody getting shot trying to catch their monkey, to (laughs) rattlers
0: (laughs) and tree stands now. And now we've got a farmer. Her name is Brenda Stromer. She is selling cuddling sessions at $30 for 30 minutes. She went on to say, it's just relaxing because it's fun to watch them in their environment. One minute they're sleeping, next minute they're jumping around playing. It's just relaxing is what she tells her clients. It's a breath of fresh air. People sit in the goat pen and the goats come up to them. And they just enjoy their time with them.
1: You know, I shouldn't laugh at this gal, because if she can figure out a way how to make some money here I mean, on this- I mean, think about
0: it. $30 I, for 30 minutes for 30 to cuddle minutes. with a goat? But, now but, you're thinking. But the goats
1: aren't cuddling. It's just they're sitting in the pen watching right. a goat frolic and just do goat things.
0: Exactly. So this is kind
1: of genius. This I shouldn't laugh and at old Brenda. I bet she She's doesn't have to out. hardly
0: feed them either, because think about it. People are going to come with treats.
1: Oh, that's she right. She just cut that's down right.
0: on her feed bill.
1: That's right. And- And as a livestock producer, producer,
0: we want to cut our costs whenever we can, right? Brenda, you're (laughs) a genius.
1: Give us us a call. Share with us your marketing plan. Genius.
0: One last one for you. Ohio. This one's going to have you crawling and keeping your eyes peeled. We'll put it this way. Have you heard about the man who was stung by 20,000 bees? Mm -mm. If you've not heard about this, You're going to want to keep your eye out, especially with all the hives, the yellow jacket wasps swarming around. Pay attention and on the lookout because Austin Bellamy of Ohio was recently trimming a lemon tree when he cut into an African killer bee nest. Over 20,000 bees stung the young man. He also swallowed about 30 of the bees. He was rushed to the hospital, yes, where he was placed in a medically induced coma for several days to recover. His mother says it looked like he was covered in a blanket of bees when he was being attacked. Austin is now out of the coma, thankfully, and doctors believe that he will make a full recovery. Don't
1: they? When they when they sting and kind of attack, they signal the other ones. Mm-hmm. Is that right with yes. the whole swarming thing? And, it, yes. and and one is upset and stings you, and then the rest kind of come in. And-
0: exactly. That's why. Exactly. So
1: he's doing okay.
0: He is recovering, and they expect a full recovery, thankfully. Thankfully. But as right. everyone's doing their fall cleanup and cutting down, whether it's hornet nests or African bee nests or whatever, please keep your eyes. Stay vigilant. It's you, you've not had
1: quite it. a little show here already this morning <laughs> because we're shooting monkeys and skunks are getting shot and there's snakes in trees and people getting stung and we're cuddling goats. And that's a, a lot.
0: Well, that's a, a wrap of, of the news for now, or at least. Stay where you are. You never know what's coming around the next bend. We'll I see be right back.
1: Want to add just a little bit of spice to your event, your customer appreciation supper, your banquet, your meeting? Oh yeah! Well, bring in us, beckonize your keynote speakers, hosts, MCs. A host couple we will make them laugh, even cry tears of joy. Call us today. Add a little heat to those burgers and brats. Add some Mickey's mustard or some Mickey's hot mustard to your summer cooking. Ain't nothing like it. Mickey's mustard. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S-M-U-S-T-A-R-D dot com.
2: Mickey's mustard.
1: Check out Buckstorm on YouTube. Anything from elk, deer, Bighorn Sheep Hunting across the state of South Dakota and surrounding states. Weekly videos of how the hunt really happens. Head on over to YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram and subscribe. Where will the buck storm take you?
0: The calendar has been marked. Your aim is on point and all that's missing is the clothes to take you to the next level. The TheTellyOutdoors.com specializes in clothes that fits, wicks, and moves silently while providing comfort and durability. TheTellyOutdoors.com This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Welcome back to the Ben Tigger and I have been playing around with social media and we have been posting different reels, a little bit tutorials kind of last week on the show. We talked about jerky cleaning out our our freezers and using up that leftover game meat that we had that we've now ground up and turned into burger, what was left and mixing it with our hamburger 50-50 to make some excellent jerky. If you have a chance, head to Facebook or Instagram at The Ben Show and you'll see his reels of DIY on how he was making that into. To a really, really, very easy, simple, but delicious jerky. Just well, kind of sharing,
1: yeah, showing we, how, showing how we do things here.
0: Exactly. Well, we also threw out the question. Hey, all of you bend, benders out there! No, all of you out benders.
1: there! All of you on a bender out there! <laughs>
0: That could be a whole nother segment. I know. Anyway. I was the same thing, right? We threw out the question if you've come across anything a little different at your farmer's market or local grocery store this time cook, of cook year. Something
1: different that yeah, maybe you went wouldn't normally do.
0: Went outside your there you go. yard. Your comfort zone. There you go. Well here, we threw out the question and we got this message.
2: Hey Beck, it's Sean McCoy here with Mickey's Mustard. Wanted to give you a quick call, you told me to call. If we ever did anything weird and unusual as far as cooking, well, a couple of weeks ago, I had somebody running around the farmer's market and said, Hey, this guy's looking to sell a gator. Anybody interested? I popped off and said, Yep, gotta have it. So got me about a three and a half foot gator. Um, and decided to smoke him today. Uh, little prep from last night. I, uh, brined him in pickle juice, got up this morning and, uh, Opened up his belly and stuffed it full of uh, crawfish and boot, and sewed it up. Flipped him over. Well, rubbed a little mustard on his belly and some Cajun seasoning. Flipped him over. Rubbed the uh, mustard on the rest of him. Put a bunch of key Cajun seasoning on him and stuck him in the smoker for about four hours between 225 and 250, and he turned out wonderful. He was fantastic. So. I just wanted to give you a quick heads up on that. It was a really good uh, smoke, and uh, the gator was on point. Hope you enjoy this, and I hope your listeners enjoy it, too. Talk to you all soon. Take care.
0: Thank you, Sean McCoy, for dropping us a line and telling us about your experience trying gator. 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 I did not see that one coming. Did you, Tigger? In
1: all of your travels, Uh which... Have been abroad in multiple countries. Have you ever tried gator?
0: I have had alligator jerky. Oh, but that's it. I didn't know that. That's the only kind. That's the only exotic gator thing I've had is jerky.
1: How about you? I have had gator when I was in New Orleans. Loved it. Really loved it. I mean, absolutely loved it. It was deep fried. It was oh, phenomenal. Everything well, loved... deep fried
0: is good. Well, yeah,
1: anything deep fried is good. No, it, it was really, really good. Now, Sean, in his deal, it was a little bit different. I mean, he's he ate he the whole gator. He went all out. He ate the whole gator. There were some things in there that I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> but, right. I mean, he literally cooked the whole gator. We've got pictures of this.
0: Yes, we'll be posting those on social media. So make sure you're following at the Ben Show. Like we said, we're going to be keep we want to keep seeing these crazy, unique things you guys are cooking up. So. Keep us posted, and we're going to be posting reels of what we're doing, too, in the kitchen.
1: You know, when I was a wee one, we had a rule when we would go out and we would hunt mm-hmm. that no matter what we harvested, we had to consume.
0: Ah, yes. That
1: was a rule that we had. Okay. And I can say there's a whole bunch of wildlife out there that has never been harvested again <laughs> that I would I would not. I absolutely, we oh. tried it. And if it was either the skinning process or the frying process or the eating process, there are some that I absolutely will not ever do again.
0: (laughs) I'm with you. There's a few that came in our door, too, that, nope, I'm out. I'm good. Hey, stay with us. We'll be right back. OverTheEdgeOutdoors.org,
2: a nonprofit providing veterans and active service members with opportunities to hunt and fish, at no cost to them. For more information or to donate, check out OverTheEdgeOutdoors.org.
0: Again, that's OverTheEdgeOutdoors.org. It's all about you. This is
1: Michelle with About You Photography. Super excited to be the official photographer of Tigger and Beck. Get a hold of me for all of your photography needs, from custom shoots to stock photos. About You Photography on Facebook and AUPhoto.net. National Day Calendar, where the world celebrates every day. We are the official National Day Calendar that covers all of our favorite things in life. Subscribe today to National Day Calendar and never miss a reason to celebrate every day.
2: Little Rack Taxidermy, be it a used first hunt or a trophy of a lifetime, let it be something you always remember.
1: Reach out to Little Rack Taxidermy on Facebook and have Heather bring back that natural look. That's Little Rack Taxidermy. Mmm, Cowboys You got it, I'm pro rodeo announcer Jeff Tigger Earhart Join me September 9th through the 11th at the Quentin Burdick Sports Arena in Devils Lake, North Dakota For the Devils Lake Shootout Rodeo Can't make the action? No problem, watch live on DarnTV.com Brought to us in part by the World Champions Rodeo Alliance Abrahamson Rodeo Company and DarnTV September 9th through the 11th in Devils Lake, North Dakota
0: Welcome back to the bend, and we're gonna dive right into Beck's barrel of the good stuff. I know September's already here, and it's hard to believe that I'm gonna bring up Oktoberfest. And some people are going, "Hold on, so what is right Octo- off.
1: what is Oktoberfest?" I know it has something to do with the brews, but
0: yes, it's a huge, large beer festival that goes on in Germany, specifically Munich is but home to it. But isn't there some
1: places in the United States that has Oktoberfest? Nah,
0: you're right on track. Yes, there is. And actually, Oktoberfest, well, as crazy as it may be, I'm bringing it up because it kicks off, I believe, like September 19th already oh, so in, coming in up Germany. Pretty... And oh, a okay. lot of times so the United States follows whatever Germany is doing, and it actually wraps up by October 3rd. So really, it's it's kind of funny that it is called Oktoberfest. It's versus... the prep
1: for Oktoberfest. Okay. You got, got it. it. Kind it. of got like it, when it.
0: fall truly comes, Oktoberfest <clears throat> comes. Well, I'm bringing this up because there's a hotel in Germany that is ahead of the game. Let's put it that way. Cologne, Germany is a paradise now for beer lovers. This hotel is offering beer on tap in the ensuite bathrooms of selected rooms. They've got this figured out. Located next to the sink, the tap supplies a light brew from the adjoining brewery. Customers are loving the idea, and these rooms are being booked months in advance.
1: Obviously. So, is it free beer? That is that I how don't this deal know. works? You can just grab your mug and go over into said sweet and fill it up
0: that i don't know i did check out the hotel a little bit online and i did not i guess take the time to see if the beer was extra i guess or a surcharge upcharge or but something it's pretty like darn that.
1: cool i mean if there's but, beer in the hotel like that who cares at that point
0: <laughs> right just, i mean i've been i've been to hotels where they have you know beer on tap down and say the breakfast common area or something like well, that sure. they right, have right, like right. a lounge thing in the evening but in your room that would go over gangbusters i think in the u.s how about this one? Now let's head to Portugal. Have you dug in the backyard lately? A man found 160 million year old dinosaur in his garden. Yes, down in Portugal, a man was recently doing construction work on his backyard when he unearthed an 82 foot dinosaur skeleton. It's the largest ever found in Europe. Whoa. Paleontologists recalled, and get this, the final measurements, again, were 82 feet long and 39 feet tall. It is believed to have had a long, long neck and have been a herbivore, meaning it ate plants.
1: Now, that's super cool that somebody would actually find that, but I would assume that certain rules and rugs are kind of like they would be in the United States, is that I'm assuming he doesn't have a backyard anymore, and I'm assuming he probably doesn't even have that house anymore, (laughs) that the historical society or whatever it is came and took that over.
0: I would because, I would be with you on that one. I didn't check into that, but right. I'm with you too. It'd be one of those, don't tell anybody.
1: Because if we see those on a lot of our our lands, on private lands, mm-hmm. if there's something like that, then obviously for obvious reasons, we lose control of that land. So mm-hmm. I'm just I'm curious if this guy, if he was compensated in some way, because if this is the largest ever found in Europe, I can't believe that he's just, you know, his backyard that he's got tomatoes growing over by it or sweet oh, corn or something i
0: agree i agree because in some ways it may be a cool thing to say you found but if you are never compensated for it right or if you have to now you know hand over your backyard the destruction that could go on for eons and ever yeah is it a curse and
1: what is somebody's is backyard it, is it 17 acres or is it a little tiny plot
0: we that's don't know. true that's true the
1: story thickens
0: Last one, we come back home to Nebraska for this one where a man paddled down the river in a pumpkin. Dwayne Hansen of Nebraska set a new world record when he paddled 38 miles down the Missouri River in a giant hollowed-out pumpkin. First off, whoever got the idea of hollowing out a pumpkin and then paddling down a river, or even seeing if a pumpkin would float.
1: And how did the idea of let's set a new world record, that there was yeah, actually a category. there
0: is a category for this. How that does that happen? That he had to
1: break the record that there was actually a category in the first darn place, that now, somebody attempted it earlier.
0: Tigger, get this. This pumpkin weighed 846 pounds. That's jumbo. I mean, we're talking a major forklift to lift said pumpkin i'm
1: still kind of in awe is that there actually was a category
0: well mr Dwayne hansen of nebraska he put on a life jacket a baseball cap and started paddling and it took him six hours to finish his journey he beat the old world record by 12 and go. a half miles so yeah i'm with you here's my other question we talk about boating registrations things like that on floating devices do you have to register a pumpkin
1: not when you are attempting to break a world record <laughs>
0: Now let's check in with our field staffers down in Missouri.
2: i just Justin Hanson from Ozark Traditions TV. Man, we are one day closer to September 15th for here in Missouri. And pictures are coming in left and right. We're seeing a few bucks already shedded velvet, which is great. And there's still quite a few bucks that's in velvet. So you may get lucky this year. And get that once in a lifetime Missouri buck with velvet if you can get him at the first day of season. Other than that, we've been getting a lot of good rain for our food plots and they're growing real great, especially season's coming up here, what, a week away or so. And food plots are great. Deer is starting to move. We're starting to see a lot of movement and I think Missouri is going to have one of the better years this year for, uh, archery season. So thanks for taking this and I'll talk to
0: you later, folks. If you have a field update, a topic we should investigate, a different recipe, or a tale of your own to share, especially with all the hunting stories and hunting trips going on right now, send it this way: call/text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Email otherwise Bend Radio Show at gmail.com. Social media, we're everywhere there too: Facebook and Instagram. Follow at. that's A with the circle. The Bend Show. Thank you to my producer and sound engineer, co-host Jeff Tigger Earhart, to Sean McCoy on his gator recipe, and to our Bend Field staffer, Justin Hampton from Ozark Traditions TV covering Missouri. As y'all make those memories this fall, especially as hunting season and autumn festivities get underway, be sure to keep sending us in those pictures by email and always tagging at the Bend Show on social media. We love hearing and sharing your life with you, whether you're on or off the trail, in the tractor seat, or tackling that next chapter from a new outdoors hobby to ranching to hunting, or just trying to make it through the week. We want to see it all. We want to see and hear those memorable moments. If you missed most of this episode, part of this episode, or any of our past shows, head to our website, thebendshow.com, and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Looking to change things up at your next event, conference, or awards banquet? Have us Tigger and Back entertain your crowd. From MCs to the event headliner, public speakers to acting as the host couple. Let us make your gathering extra special from ranching, rodeo, cattle hunting, fishing, camping, and so much more. We have the stories to share with the laughs to be had. Thank you to our partners, Ditelli Outdoors, TheWomanAngler.com, Buckstorm, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, RFD TV, and The Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners that came along. Whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. Be sure to keep up with me back all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram. Again, that's at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch back if you can next week on The Bend.